Um, welcome to the unit reports. Uh, this is uh, Lucas and Troy here on Saturday, April 11th, 2020. And just real quick before we get started, I want to uh, say a quick rest in peace to Colby Cave, the Edmonton Oilers forward. He passed away this morning. He had a brain bleed a few days ago and he was in the hospital in Toronto, Ontario. And just this morning, he passed away. It's a very sad situation. Everyone I've seen on social media, players, coaches, fans, have also had great experiences with him. He was a great young guy. He was 25 years old. And it's just so tragic, sudden death in the hockey. Rest in peace to him, and uh, thoughts are with his family and his uh, teammates. Yeah, very sad seeing that news this morning. I know he had a brain bleed, I think it was three days ago, and then they put him in a uh, medically induced coma, and I guess he just never snapped out. But, yeah, very unfortunate news. Never like to see anything like this. Yeah, so rest in peace to Colby Cave and, like, you know, thoughts and prayers, like I said. Um, it's going to be a theme here. A lot of negative things. A lot of not good news. <laughs> well... Yeah, well, it, it, we're going to start with pretty much the negatives, but yeah, there's some light at the end of the tunnel for some leagues, not so much for others, but we'll get into that. Sure, let's do it. You can start. All right, so um, I believe the last report that we did, we were doing, um, we had like North American leagues, and then the Olympics were saying that they're going to still go, go, go. Well, the 2020 uh, Tokyo Games have officially moved to the Tokyo Games of 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first time the games have been moved since World War II. There's that's an interesting fact. I saw that one. That's, that's crazy. That's pretty yeah. That's that's like a really long time ago. Yeah. Um, Canada threatened to withhold the athletes' uh, participation in the events with the um, just the global pandemic with the coronavirus thing they kind of want to keep everyone back and safe i guess safe at home um the chl playoffs have been canceled uh, along with a memorial cup that has also been canceled um and then just sports broadcasting stations espn fox they've been showing replays of games as of until I think recently, and I think they've moved on until um, I think they're showing like movies and stuff now. Yeah, it's been, it's been getting boring. Not gonna lie. I I I watched some of the Penguin ones. I saw that um I think it was on uh, AT&T Sportsnet here in Pittsburgh. They were playing a bunch of the uh, cup runs. They had the 2009 Cup. They did the uh, series against Detroit, and it's fun and everything. But it's it's not as fun when you know what's gonna happen. You know. When I can yeah. time, I know exactly when the goals are going to happen. I know who's going to score them. I know how it's going to happen. It's it's boring, but it's something, I guess. But doesn't it's not the same for me. True. Yeah, I was watching um, the whenever they were doing the 09 uh, playoff runs. They were having people like former players and stuff on Twitter do like uh, live streams, and then they were tweeting with them. So I think that made it somewhat more entertaining because you because they would tweet them like what they were thinking at that moment as the game was going on. Yeah. So I guess that was sort of cool, but I don't know. I feel bad for them. I mean, they're trying. There's really not much you can do. Yeah, I know um, Fox has been doing, like, online uh, Twitter polls for uh, to pick, like, a sports movie to get. I know 
the sports movie to get played. I think they had uh like Sandlot and then uh, Miracle and all that stuff, but yeah, right now it's probably probably the worst time to be in media or be a television producer trying to get because all what the news stations are doing is they're having a lot of people broadcast from home, which is a total nightmare trying to produce that because once when you're in a studio everything's centralized, but when you're trying to send out signals to everyone's house, that has to be the biggest pain ever. I can only imagine. But sports producers are having to find all this old material and just play old stuff and their viewership has to be crazy down, which inevitably is going to affect their uh, money in the next uh, like next year. Whenever the, the uh, companies are paying for commercials and everything, they're going to make a lot less. And it's it's really bad to be in me. It's really bad for everybody. But I've just because my mind, I'm always I'm very like media centric. I like thinking about what's going on in the media and everything. I really feel for these people that are doing this right now. It's it's tough out there. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. This is, I mean, when, when's the last time you can recall a world without sports? It, it probably was World War II with the Olympics or something, like, very close. I know, like, 9-11, but that was only maybe a week or two before they were up and running. I think the first game back was, like, September 22nd, 3rd, something like that. I thought so it, it was, about- like, the 18th or something. I thought they were starting to bring um, – yeah, I guess yeah, probably for sports, but I know like media-wise, like late-night shows were starting to get up and running. Yeah, but it, it was definitely not as long as this. So this, I feel like this whole thing hasn't actually been that long. It just feels like it's been forever. If you think about it, all everything shut down what like mid-March about. I, I think the, I think the fact that we now have social media makes it worse because it's like you learn about it three months before it actually comes here. So like, I guess in your head, you're like, okay, this started three months ago. So I must've been in this for three months, but it's really only affected you for, I guess, a handful of weeks whenever it's actually been here in the States. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I'm just going crazy. I've been having to stay at home. I've, I've gone for walks. I've gone, I've gone for dr- like light drives. Cause I still don't have my car. I've been using other people's cars, but I, I it's killing me, man. I, it does feel like it's been forever. But I know it really hasn't been, and it's going to be a lot longer. So yeah, I moved back from uh, I moved back up from Florida. I've been doing the same thing. I've been going on a bunch of walks. I've been doing a lot of cooking actually, so that was kind of cool. But um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just homework and playing games on the computer and whatnot. Really, not much to do. So have you learned anything? Uh, you know, tasty to cook. Um, I don't know. I made pizza last week. I ironically, I made a. Posca bread for Easter tomorrow. I have that sitting in there rising now. I gotta bake that off later. But um, My man. I don't know. It's just it's something to do, I guess. You, you you can't just sit and do nothing. As easy it is to do, you'll eventually go insane. All right, now uh, quick aside. Do you think you've gained weight over this break? I think I've lost weight over this break. If we're being completely honest. Really? I, I've been going on walks. And then I look at my – like, it's been, like, four and a half, five miles. And then, like, at the end of the day, I think the farthest I went, I did, like, 18,000 steps a day or something. My average has actually gone up. I'm I'm averaging, like, 9,000 steps a day compared to when I was in school, and it's, like, 5,000 yeah, no, at best. Yeah, I get that. It's a lot um, of sitting whenever you're in class, though, too. True, yeah. It takes up a lot of time. And for you, where you're flying, too. Pretty much, yeah. I can't exactly just get up and walk to the back. So, yeah, know, right. <laughs> that would lead to some issues. All right, back to sports, I guess. Sure. Um, 
Uh, I'm going to move that. Uh, Trump, uh, President Trump had a conference call with commissioners of, it was like 13 leagues. It was a lot of leagues that was, that weren't even, uh, weren't even really, you don't think about it. I think WWE and Vince McMahon got in there somehow. And then the uh, LPGA commissioner, they had a, a bunch of commissioners on a conference call. And Trump basically told them, hey, nothing's going to be happening until like, july the earliest basically it's it's going to be a while before we see live sports uh i don't know what that includes with fans i'm not exactly sure what every everything is speculation even the the comeback plans for all these leagues are all speculation nothing's been confirmed at all we're going to get more into those here in a second for each league because every league seems to have a different uh, idea of what continuing looks like but, uh, yeah, Trump did talk to them, and I guess they just talked about rich people stuff and, you know, <laughs> trying to get sports going. But, again, it's all conjecture. We have no idea. Yeah, no one really knows when this is going to end. It's more of just, I don't know. Well, I would get more of, like, a unity thing out of it to just see where every, where uh, all the different leagues stand with, um, like when they want to restart, just to slow, I guess, try to get everyone up and running at the same time, make sure everyone's on the same page. But I don't know. I, I don't think there's not really anything big there. It every It's day by day at this point. That's kind of how we've been living for the past month. So. Yeah, and uh, we'll go through those plans as we hit each uh, league here. But we'll start with some uh, hockey news. Uh, Bruins goaltender Tuka Rask says that uh, after just some non-corona news, he said that after his exp- uh, contract expires, he could uh, uh, hypothetically retire. I think he's getting up there in age. I think he's like 35, 36, which is pretty old for a uh, netminder. But he's had a great little career there after uh, being traded from Toronto back when he was a prospect. And, uh, you know, it would be something – it would be weird to see someone in net, not not Tim Thomas or Tuka Rask for the Bruins. I feel like they've been man in the net for as long as I could remember watching hockey. There's two, uh, and obviously Tim's been gone for a bit, but now it's been the Tuka show, and yeah, that's it's going to be interesting. I'm not sure what their plan is, but I don't see him going anywhere other than Boston, personally. Yeah, I mean, I guess you really never know. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that I guess you would say would you know you can never see anywhere out of Boston, but we'll get into that <laughs> later. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like with the whole Corona thing and just them only playing half a season. If he were to come back, I think he would do it just because he's only going to get, as of now, half a season's worth of like play. But I don't know. It's his choice at the end of the day. Yeah, and he's had a good enough career. I think he has a Vesna Trophy in there, one or two at least. He won a cup early on. He went to the cup just last year, and they uh they almost they got the game seven against St. Louis, and that game could have like literally went either way, especially in Boston. So. He's even in his old age. He's been playing great, and uh, you know it would be sad to see him go. But he's been he's been killing stuff in the Eastern Conference for a long time now with Boston. Um, just a lot of more a lot more Corona news. Uh, I think it was the last update I read was six Ottawa Senator organization members, including players, tested positive for COVID-19, and since then all of them have recovered. And according to Gabriel Landeskog, the captain of the Colorado Avalanche, two Avs players tested positive, and they have all since recovered. It seems like the new trend has been announcing that players te- or uh, members of organizations tested positive after they've already recovered, uh, at least announcing it to the public, which is interesting. I don't, I don't really know what all that's about, but yeah, who knows? 
I don't know. It's kind of strange how this works because it, it, I don't think we've heard any any uh, new players in any league test positive as of recently. Like within the last week, I don't think I've heard of anything. No, me neither. Uh, I I think they're especially in those kind of like big uh, organizations where players are, where people are so so close together for and like in close bin you know building and locker room and whatever they're always in close proximity to one another. I feel like they've been doing good testing there, like where they need to like make sure that because. Uh, if one NBA player gets it, NBA shares uh, locker rooms with the NHL and, and arenas, so so many people could have come in contact with it. Whenever Donovan Mitchell and Ruby, Rudy Gobert of the Utah Jazz, whenever they tested positive, that they're thinking that's how the Ottawa Senators members got it because they played uh, in the Staples Center, like right after the Utah yeah, Jazz. Yeah, that could be it. So obviously there needs to be a lot of testing throughout the leagues, and like you said, it seems like they've done a pretty good job of. Uh, getting people tested, and it seems like, as far as we know, there haven't been any more positives recently. Which is a good thing, I guess, but... Absolutely. Do you want to get into this next thing I just put up? Do you know anything about it? Um, the neutral site playoffs? Yeah. Um, yeah, I heard speculations about that. I guess they wanted to play somewhere. The NHL we're talking about wanted to play at a neutral site. I think they were saying somewhere in like North Dakota where they would basically almost do it in like an Olympic style where you have everyone stay in the same place and then you just play multiple games in the arena. So I, what I would get out of it is um, you would almost have to play two or three games a day in the same arena and just have that going all week long until eventually you have a champion. If it's going to happen now, I see this being, I guess the best option but I just don't see how this would really work in the long run because you'd figure they're, they're still going to do interactions with other other people because you're going to still need, like, cooks and, like, janitors and maintenance people and all those stuff. So you're Referees. Not, that's what I mean. You can't completely isolate yourself. But I don't know. I feel like if they're going to do something, this probably is going to be it because NHL is not the only league that is proposing this as a possibility. Yeah, nothing, none of this has been, like, officially confirmed. However, there um, have been cities and venues that have uh, kind of, like, put themselves up for nomination to host this. And as you said, North Dakota, Grand Forks, North Dakota was one of them. Manchester, New Hampshire, which previously hosted, I think it was the Los Angeles Kings AHL affiliate. I think they were in Manchester, New Hampshire. And also Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Those are three cities that have been rumored to have put their name in the running for this neutral site playoffs thing. Obviously, no fans would be allowed, and um, and they kind of just kind like you said, do an Olympic style thing. And there have been rumors to where uh, PK Subban mentioned that he wants that he'd like to see a 31 team playoff. I don't see that as a possibility at all. I don't think they'll go forward with that. He's just saying that because of how bad the Devils are. I also have seen uh, like 20 team playoffs. Where you get that, you get more than the eight per conference, you'd get ten per conference, because of how close those wild card races were. It's kind of unfair that the season just ended without having them have a chance to go for the push. And something, I I, I think I posted in the bottom of the doc here. Yeah, it's uh, what the standings would look like if they just use the first 68 games of the season. If they eliminate all the extra games that were played for each team, what the uh, matchups would look like. And it's different than what this what it looks like right now. Remember, we've been looking at point percentage or uh, current points. If they went off of the first 68 games, which has been proposed, Philadelphia, the Flyers, is, are first in the Metro. 
So we'd be end up the Penguins would end up playing the Washington Capitals in the first round. How about that? I don't know. I mean, in all fairness, I think we're it was it was either gonna be um, the Penguins play Philadelphia first round in Cap second round or um, the other way around. I, it was bound to happen at some point. I don't know what I was. What I saw was another proposed idea: is you keep the uh, traditional playoffs. And then to get your wild card teams, instead of having them um, play with uh, like just taking the bottom two teams, they would take the bottom six who were fighting for the wild card spot, turn them into their own like mini playoff. So it would be um, two series and then a championship, and then those two teams advance and get the places in the bottom two wild card games. Or in the the two teams that would go into like the traditional playoffs, if that makes sense. Would that be like a one and done, or would they have like three game series or something? I um it I don't know. Be a one and I done. wouldn't be a eh maybe I wouldn't be opposed to the three just because eh I, feel I don't like... know it just depends how it goes because you could start because while this was happening you could still have other teams in the normal playoffs start because you could or even just start these. Uh, like the wild card bracket as its own thing and start that a week early. I I feel like they're going to try to get it done as quick as possible. So if you're saying, are you looking at the bottom picture I have on the dock? No, let me look at that. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm, trying, right. to understand, I'm trying to understand your idea. You're saying the bottom six for the wild card. So yes. say for the East, it would be Carolina, Carolina Islanders, Columbus, uh, yeah, Columbus, the Rangers, Florida, and Montreal. That's what it would be is what you're saying? Yes. And then you have them play out until you end up with two teams. And those two teams, instead of having like a championship, the two teams that are left would go and go in as their traditional two wild card teams into the normal, into the like the rest of the playoffs. Because I just don't see like with Subban's idea, like who the hell wants to see Detroit and Ottawa try to play like Washington? That's what I'm saying. I, I think that idea is terrible. I think maybe, I, yeah. maybe maybe have a 30 team and just get Detroit out of there or something because Detroit does not deserve. You cannot tell me that they deserve to in, in the history books have like a playoff berth for the season. That's absurd to me. That idea is terrible. Them along with Ottawa, uh, even Los Angeles, all, all the California teams. None of those teams deserve to be playoff teams. I think 20 is more realistic, but even then. I honestly, I think the most real, I think we're all kind of getting like, because we have so much time on our hands and we're just sitting there thinking about the hypotheticals, like getting sports back. I think we're all trying to forever. We're speculating and we're getting very like, I don't like, like like fantasy. Like I honestly believe the most likely scenario is we keep the current playoff format, maybe add up, make it 10 teams per conference. So maybe it'd be 20 teams, but play it normally where maybe you'll have like, Back in the olden days, however, remember there was the one eight system. One played eight, two played seven. Yep. Do that, but it'd be one ten, two nine, all the way down. That makes more sense to me. And have a three game series all the way. The playoffs would be done in like what three weeks max. It just depends on intensity, but yeah. I think it'd be done really quick. And honestly, there's something that is being like forgotten to talk about about this is that. All these teams are probably going to be at full strength. None of these teams are going to have many injuries. Like only 
a couple, a handful of players were like injured until like next season. Like Jake Gensel for the Penguins, he'd be back. Like a lot of these like star players that were injured are going to be back. So it's going to be full strength. It's going to be fast hockey and it's going to be desperate hockey because everyone knows if if they have that uh, 10 teams in each conference, any team has a chance, especially if it's a three game series. All you need to do is win two games. Yeah, I agree. But and then but if you want to go with that, with the um, all the teams are full strength, I think that's where you would want to have more of the wild card um, teams in because then you could have the teams that were struggling with a bunch of injuries. If they're full strength now, they're a different team. So that's where almost you you would want to see those teams, um, I, I guess, fight for it, if that makes sense. Yeah, they have, they have everything there, so they don't have anything to lose. They have no excuses. So how many teams would be in it then if they did the uh, six? It would be eight plus four. Yeah, so it would be 12 per conference and then 24 total. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I don't know how they would – like this is obviously above our pay grade, so I'm, I'm happy we don't have to make these decisions. But it's, it, it is fun to speculate. It's uh, definitely interesting here. Yeah, a month to speculate. Yeah, Probably it, another uh, one, but, you know, whatever. More. But um, definitely interesting. And like, and for this, I think I forget who I, f- I found this on Twitter. It was uh, some insider had it for the first uh, 68 game thing. The matchups would be if if they went with the first 68 games in the East would be Boston Islanders, Tampa, Toronto, which would be an amazing series. Both of those teams have amazing offenses. Philly, Carolina, Washington, Pittsburgh, which everyone knows what Washington, Pittsburgh is about in the West be uh, Colorado, Vancouver, St. Louis, Dallas, a rematch, uh, Vegas, Nashville, and then the Battle of Alberta, Edmonton, Calgary. That would be – those are some – there are some good matches. Yeah, I was going to say that. That sounds like a pretty good uh, – you would definitely have some uh, Game 7s there, but – If there were Game 7s. You mean Game If that threes. existed. Game Game 3, Game 5, 7, yeah, I don't know, 9 if you want to get creative, but – yeah. I doubt that, but yeah. And then I, I, I think I read somewhere they're talking about the PK uh, Subban proposal. And if they did the 31 teams, how would the draft lottery work? Would every team get a shot at the lottery then? I think that would be fair. If every team's getting in the playoffs, then every team should have a like a chance at getting winning the draft lottery. Fair enough. Or do first one out, I guess. But that really wouldn't make any sense because you'd still have to do a lottery of the teams that got knocked out first round. Yeah. So I, I honestly don't know how that would work out. Again, I wholeheartedly disagree with his idea. I, I, I like I, I like the idea you brought up better. The uh, I think it would be probably too much hockey though. I don't think that they would want they'd want to get it done quicker. That's my thing. As I think yeah, that but try if to you're get done. if you're going Olympic style and isolating everyone, if even if you did it at a three like three games or even a single game, if you did a single game, it'd be over in two days. If you did three games, maybe give it a week. At best, but because you could play every single day, it doesn't really. You know, I mean, you could go uh, two games or yeah, two games, day off, another game if it, and just do it that way. But if it makes it that far. Another thing that isn't being considered though is that a lot of these guys haven't done anything since this all happened because everyone's been in quarantine. They haven't skated unless they have a private rink, which I think only like. Five NHL players at tops might actually be able to have the, enough money to own that, uh, like have a private rink for themselves. 
these these guys haven't skated. They've probably been doing like runs and stuff, but like that doesn't prepare you to be, to play NHL hockey. I, I guess, think, but everyone's in the same boat, so does it matter? They're gonna need to have some kind of like maybe like a week long like training camp or just like get get some practices under their belt because I don't see a a scenario where they can just go straight into it. And I think McDavid actually commented on that where he said that I like he doesn't understand how they could go straight into an Edmonton Calgary game or a series because they kill each other. They haven't, they've, they're yeah. all like, they're all, you know, like having like even stretched out recently. And all of a sudden they're going to go and play like the toughest hockey of their lives. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't know. Give them a week or whatever. I'd imagine it would take them time to get everyone in the same, like, place if that makes sense so like, well, i feel like they'd have yeah. To, yeah they'd have to give them a week because everyone you know what i mean everyone's gonna have to drive out there and set up camp and all that stuff so how about give them a week to practice at, at their home or like their home areas like let the penguins go up to lemieux and like get some skating i feel in. like that defeats the entire purpose though if you have you know what i mean that almost defeats the entire purpose of having them um, having all the games in uh, one place because they would be exposed to local people for a week and then they would all get together in one place so that that's almost defeating the entire point but i mean I yeah know. but but not if it's just the players and the coach yeah you know, i guess you don't, you don't need to have full operations up there i know at lemieux they have like dining and stuff and everything you don't need to have all that just like have them come up i know a lot of those players live up north and by cranberry they're all up in wexford yeah yeah, just let them like just have them the play have all the players necessary that are planning on playing like a reserve or two. Have Coach Sully, uh, get Recky Gonshar, Jock Martin, get them all up there and uh, just just practice, man. You don't you don't need TV cameras. You don't need maybe get a Zamboni driver because you don't want to break a leg. They're not gonna do it. I I just don't see them doing it when they. Yeah, I don't know. That's where they make all their money though. Like it would be no one's gonna have any interest if you can't see it. But but then you're not getting any sports in at all. Yeah, you're I guess. Off of that. And probably not for a long time. I read I think it was on ESPN they said that it could be like two years until live sports are back, which I don't believe that. I no, think that's oh they're bored. They have nothing else to do. They can't just put Stephen A. Smith on all day to talk about random garbage for the <laughs> next three weeks. They're they're. Probably they, spinning a wheel at this point. They have nothing else to do. I wouldn't be surprised if they turned into like a uh, where it turned into where they just follow like LeBron around all day, and then he like sneezes, and then they just do he gets his own show. Like that's pretty much how it works. He sneezes, they speculate about it for six months, and I don't know. Well, that had they nothing said to do with anything, but you know, whatever. They said that was an uh, NBA executive that said that. So it wasn't just Stephen A or like you know, uh, and like anyone like that. Um, we'll move on from that. I think that was some good, uh, good old hockey discourse, and hopefully we'll see some uh, actual NHL hockey soon. Yeah. Uh, NFL, their draft was planning to be in Vegas later this month. That obviously since has been canceled. Well, not canceled. It's been moved to a studio. It's, it's going to be. It's been revised. They're going to have. They're going to have it in the. Uh, they're going to host it, I guess, at the NFL Network, and then they're just going to Zoom players and uh, teams in to make their picks. They said it was going to be via Zoom, and a lot of uh, NFL executives were pretty 
uncertain about that because they think that there's security risks in that, which yeah, there are. Say, don't people like hack Zoom where they're going into like um, like yes. schools and stuff and then doing just some insanely messed up stuff? Yes, and that is a problem. But I'm a, I the NFL is a billion dollar industry. I believe you know, business. I believe that they'll be able to figure out something or some system to make it work where they won't be open to those kind of risks. I but, feel like they'd have Zoom like design them almost their own thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or it's just an internal thing, but I don't know. Who knows? But that'll be interesting nonetheless. Actually, the setup that they had for um uh for the draft in Vegas, they had a little uh, draft stage on the uh what is it the Bellagio on like on the little like fountain outside where they'd walk like over like over the water fountains and like onto like the freaking into the water basically but like a floating stage they'd have to take a boat to the stage i think is what it was it looked really it looked really cool but we're going to be robbed of that because of corona but that's not the only cool thing we're robbed of of corona so it happens it is what it is and um their season's a long ways away so i'm not sure exactly what the implications for actual play are going to be for them but OTAs happen uh, in May. Training camp happens in August. We don't really know yet. There have been rumors of pr- proposing play to play uh, in a centralized stadium, but we don't really know. Um, for, uh, free agency. Uh, we kind of. I think we talked about Tom Brady last episode. Uh, yeah, but I don't. We definitely didn't talk about. Yeah, but what do you mean with him going to Tampa Bay? Or yeah, I think we talked about that. Did we? Did we? I feel like this was breaking news, but I feel like we didn't talk it about was. His, his other half going to Tampa Bay. Are you talking about Gronk? Yeah. That 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 wasn't real. Oh, it wasn't? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was a fake. I thought movie. that was real. I just saw that and I was like, I could see. Honestly, I could see it. He just signed a big deal with WWE though, so I don't think he's gonna be coming back to Damn. football. Oh, I thought that was real. Oh well. That would have been great. That would have been funny as hell. That would have been. I still think that there's going to be a lot of big players that um, are still out there that are going to be willing to go to Tampa Bay because they're going to be ring ring hunting, kind of like uh, players did when they wanted to go uh, to the Penguins or uh, Golden State Warriors, where they know that they can go down there and they can assemble a super team, take take yeah. a little bit of a pay cut and go play with the best quarterback in the world, two of the best receivers in the world. I mean, and a really good defense too. That defense has gotten a lot better. So I don't, I don't really know what else other big free agency news has happened in the NFL since. But I think that's the biggest of all time. So we covered it. True. Uh, NBA, uh, they're looking to do a similar situation as to the NHL, but they're not looking to do some, you know, rural city or town. They're looking to go to Las Vegas, baby. They want to do their games all in, all, out. all in Las Vegas, which I think – I don't think that they're planning on playing out the regular season. I think that they're going to do a similar thing where they want to do a playoffs, and they're probably going to shorten their series too. But since we have a less vested interest in uh, the NBA, we're not going to talk as much about it. True. Now yeah. – Up next, you want to do the tennis uh, thing or – Dude, you can talk about the MLB. Yeah, I just saw this. Uh, they canceled Wimbledon, and then um, regarding the NCAA, all spring sports athletes are going to receive an extra year of um, eligi- eligibility if they take it. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, from what it seemed like, are going for um, they're going to go to the draft. 
Well, for the NFL, yeah. For but. the NFL, rather, but I don't know. I guess that's kind of nice to see, but. It's it's important because a lot of these, especially the the basketball players, they've been robbed. The the big yeah them golf um baseball March Madness is their big thing where they pretty much that's their moneymaker. Yeah, they they make all their money there, and players are that's their chance, that's their showcase, that's where they're able to show off and prove that they're worthy of. There's only two rounds in the NBA draft, so there's not a lot of picks for them to be picked at. And if you go undrafted, you make a lot less money than being drafted. So it's important that these players get another year of eligibility, not just for basketball, for all athletes, but that's just the biggest example I can think of. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about MLB, the division thing? Sure. So as of recently, the MLB came up with a new idea where they want to play their games. Basically, it would be spring training. All over again. So what I get out of it is they're going to go into, they're going to realign the divisions and stuff. So we're going to go into the grapefruit and cactus leagues where all the games would be played in Florida and in Arizona. So for the grapefruit league, I think it's just Arizona. Is it? I thought I heard they wanted to split it and literally do it where they want to do um Florida, where they were going to do Florida and, um, Arizona, like they were literally just going to do spring training. I, I think it's just Arizona, but let me check. Is it? Because I heard it was both. Um, let me see. I, I may be wrong. I don't know. Continue, I heard... continue either ways. Uh, okay, I'm, I'll, yeah. I'll so how this would work is the Grapefruit League would – um you would have three divisions, the north, south, and east. The north, you would have – so basically, this gets rid of NL and AL. So for the North, you would have the Yankees, the Phillies, Blue Jays, Tigers, and Pirates. South would be the Red Sox, Twins, Braves, Rays, and Orioles. East would be Nationals, Astros, Mets, Cardinals, and the Miami Marlins for Florida. And then yeah. the Cactus League would well, do... You- you were, you were right by you, you were right by the way it is it is going to be I think initially they wanted to do just Arizona but you're right it's Florida and Arizona. Yeah, I thought it was split. And then uh, for the Cactus League it would be uh, the three divisions: Northeast, West, and uh, Northwest. Northeast being the Cubs, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies, and Athletics. West would be the Dodgers, White Sox, Reds, Indians, and Angels. Northwest: Brewers, Padres, Mariners, Rangers, and Royals. That would be some interesting combinations because that would kill almost half of like the big the big uh, rivalry games in like the series in for pretty much the entire league. I'd go with more than half. I think most the most I don't think there's any real uh, rivalries like in division. I'd say Phillies Pirates is kind of, but just because of their in state, they don't really hate each other. Yeah, um, but like, look, Cubs and yeah, Cubs Pirates is are uh, split up. Yankees, uh, Red Sox, no, are they split up? No, they're not split up. Well, they're in different divisions, but yeah, they're in different divisions. So, so they're yeah, not they're like split up, I guess. But um, yeah, you have a lot of teams that are split. And uh, honestly, as a as a like half Blue Jays fan, half Pirate fan, I love the idea because I'd be able to see they'd, they'd broadcast locally Pirate Blue Jays games. 
So I'm I'm down with that. That's gonna be that'd be pretty cool. But and I think I also read that this would eliminate the NL like version of no DH. So basically there'd be DH every game. All yeah, games DH. I th- I feel like they were trying to get around. They're trying to make that like a league wide thing anyway. But I don't That's know. It, it, it would be. I feel like if if you want to do um like how they wanted to propose like uh, shortening games and like all these new rules and crap. This is almost your, your like ideal time to do it because you're not having a normal season anyway. You won't even have leagues at this point. It's basically spring training on steroids, but I don't know. I If it were to happen, I could see this being one of the better ideas. But to my knowledge, um, Florida was starting to become a big center for the coronavirus. Yeah, I, I think that the NBA – and NHL idea is better because it quite literally has everyone centralized, especially it's if literally they do it, Olympic style. It's pretty much what they're doing just on smaller yeah, scale, especially if they do it in a rural uh, city, kind of like what the NHL is doing, especially like, like Saskatoon is not as rural, but uh, I think North, North Dakota and uh, New Hampshire, but um, Vegas, you know, it's iffy, but it's a, it's a freaking desert. Like, except for the people that are there, I don't think there's many people that are going to be coming in and out because I think the casinos and everything is all closed. But yeah, this is a little more dangerous. But if you if you like, I was just I've been looking at this these divisions for like the past day since they've been out, and some of these divisions are really overpowered, and like some teams really like lose out because of that. Dude, and some then, of them suck. Like look at the um the Northwest. Yeah. Milwaukee is pretty good, but like they're basically just Christian Yelich. San Diego Padres, they're getting better, but they're not like a playoff team yet. Seattle Mariners, uh, Texas Rangers, and Kansas City Royals all suck. Dude, look at the North. You have the Yankees and the Phillies, and then you have the Blue Jays, Tigers, and Pirates. Like, Tigers what? and Pirates suck. I th- honestly think that it's good for the Pirates. Because they have a good chance now to finish second in the division. Oh yeah, let's go from you know yeah let's go from uh, last to second last. That really helps. Okay, but the Yankees are going to run away with that division. Yeah. Because the Phillies are mediocre. Toronto's mediocre, but they're getting better. Detroit is total garbage. Pittsburgh is kind of garbage. Total garbage. No, I don't think we're as bad as Detroit. We at least have like a star Eh. player. We have, we have Josh Bell. They don't have any. Miguel Cabrera yeah, well, We had too. a couple of star players going into this, but, you know, welcome to the offseason, whatever. Yeah, but um, in the south, you have Boston, Minnesota, Atlanta, Tampa, Baltimore. That Aside from Baltimore, that's a pretty good division. Minnesota was great last year. Atlanta was pretty good. Tampa's, I think, Tampa's low-key really good. Boston, not as good, but they're, they're, still, they're still, you can never count out Boston. So that's a good division there. The Orioles are the Orioles, so. Yeah. And then you look at the East, you have uh, Washington, Houston, which that's funny. They played each other in the World Series last year, and now they're going to be in the same division. So Washington, Houston, the Mets, Cardinals, and Marlins. That would be half bad. Astros, great. Mets are okay. Cardinals are great. And Marlins suck. So there's, like, a lot of firepower, like, at the top of some of these divisions. It's it's going to be crazy. And like I said, the Northwest is total garbage. And um, even the West Division. Look at that. Dodgers, they're amazing. White Sox are getting better. Reds Reds, are, Reds were looking good this year, or they're going to be good. Indians are getting worse, but they're still not yeah, bad. Yeah, so they're in the downfall. But the Angels have Trout and Anthony Rendon now. 
So that could be a good team too. That's probably one of the more even um, divisions. Yeah, it's like, so, that, that almost has the most level playing field. Honestly, I think the Northwest is probably the most even because they're all like, aside from Kansas City, they're all kind of like equally bad. Milwaukee has a little bit of a leg up because they have Christian Yelich for for crying out loud, but everyone else, like man, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to if this happens, it's going to be really interesting. And there's uh, there's always going to be an asterisk like a, like because of this year because of how different it was. Yeah. But man, it, I'm I'm excited. It's gonna, as a sports fan. This would be cool. Excited. It's just it would it would be cool because you would have um, teams that literally never play each other yeah. ever. Like when's the last time the Pirates played the Yankees? Three years ago. It's funny because they and were it, set, they were set to play this year. They're, yeah. they're coming they're coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah, we were talking about that, and then um, yeah, but it's kind of funny how it's like you don't play these teams in uh like every three four years, and now you're playing them twice a month. Yeah, we're in a division with three AL teams. That's 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 kind of yeah. awesome. I like that. It, I, honestly, I think if this works out, we could see like total different realignment at the end of this, or at least the implicate the uh, implementation of the DH across the league. I think that's yeah, was that's what I was talking about earlier. Where if you want to get experimental, now is your time to do it. Absolutely. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about, or I think we basically covered everything. Um, let me look back over the thing. Um. I think we pretty much did everything. I don't think we talked about the end. Did we talk about the NFL playing in centralized stadium? I I, I glossed over it. Grant, like, yeah, it's pretty, basically all the leagues are coming up with the same. It's it's all the same thing. But, but I, I so heard far, the NFL would want to go play in um like West Virginia somewhere. I heard they were proposing like Northeast West Virginia as a potential location, which I don't know about that, but whatever. Like where in Morgantown? No, northeast, like on the other side. I know there's like ski resorts and stuff out there, but I don't know what the because that's like if you don't isolate it, that's it for you. See, I heard is, that somewhere. Where is there an NFL-sized football stadium that, in like a? In yeah, there? but you don't need NFL-sized football stadiums. Why don't they? There's come, not going to be a soul there. Why don't they come to Brookline then and play in uh, my field right down the street? I think they should just go play. I think we should play all the all the games. On uh, in like Hazelwood or something. <laughs> oh god! And then you have to work your way up to Greenfield, where uh, you know. Play with Josh Zito. Yeah, exactly. Good old. They can help Josh Zito uh, put another uh, yeah, help another, him wash one of his 15 cars, but it's okay. You mean 15 houses? 15 houses, yeah. All right. Um. Oh, another quick thing about the MLB. Hans and Pierre can be the water boys, so that's kind of the nice thing. Yeah, yeah. It's two birds with one stone. Exactly. Um, uh, per the Blue Jays president, uh, Mark Shapiro, was it Mark Shapiro? I forget his first name. His last, his last name is Shapiro. Um, he said that in order to get the MLB restarted, they're going to need to have a, uh, a four-week minimum camp. So basically, I don't know if that's true or not because I think they're going to want to get started as soon as possible. I mean, yeah, like, like we talked about with hockey, they're going to need some kind of plan to get back to being athletes. Yeah. I guess that's about it for this episode. Yeah, I, think it's I guess good episode. pretty much. Yeah, this has definitely had more. Yeah, because originally last time we were going to go um do one like once a week. But then like with me moving and 
literally nothing happened for I think it was like two weeks ago. Not a single thing happened. Everything just closed. Nothing good came out of it. So it's like that would have been the most de- depressing like radio show ever. But you know. Yeah, I say let's uh, j- we'll, we'll do we'll do it on like a uh, situation basis when we see. Play like, it as it goes, I guess. If there's enough to make a show, but I don't. There's no point in even doing like a because like I. What I was thinking originally is we go, like, maybe if, even if it's, like, a 15-minute update, but there was literally nothing to talk about. Yeah, a lot came out today, which was, like, the big, like, or, like, the past few days. But, you know, this is a culmination of, like, a lot of, like, like weeks' worth of uh, news that we just True, did. True, but it seems like a lot of stuff has been coming out, happening more recently than it has. Like, more stuff has happened this week than, than has happened in the last, like, three yeah, because they're starting to get their like uh, continuation plans going. MLB, yeah. NHL, NBA. Um, I think that's about it. But yeah, like we said, we'll see as it goes, and we don't really have a scheduled plan. We'll just figure it out and see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, you want to wrap her up? Sure. Um, a quick rest in peace again to Colby Cave. Thoughts and prayers are with his family, his teammates. Um, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Unit Reports. I'm Lucas with Troy Kopeck. There you go. I got it right that time. I'm sorry. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you follow us on Twitter at The Unit Report. We listen to us on either Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you once there's more sports news. Bye-bye. All right, sir.